Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of the Jadava Show. I'm your host, Jacob Valier. Glad to have you with us on a Friday. We are just two days away from Super Bowl Sunday. Chiefs and Buccaneers, it's coming up. Last day before the big Super Weekend. Uh, speaking of the weekend, they are the halftime show uh, for this year's Super Bowl. I think Miley Cyrus is also expected to make a appearance. Uh, I'm all brushed up on my Super Bowl halftime knowledge. Me and my friends... Uh, and Claire, we all went to a um, brewery last night uh, that had um, trivia, and uh, one of the categories for the trivia was um, we went to do the trivia night. We've been looking for a trivia night all these time, and we finally found one. Uh, and one of the categories was Super Bowl halftime shows, and uh, they asked questions, and it, I didn't realize how many – who else forgot that Coldplay played in a halftime show five years ago? Uh, who forgot Maroon 5 played in the Super Bowl? Who forgot Madonna was in the Super Bowl halftime show um, as recently as 10, 9 or 10 years ago? That doesn't really make any sense because she's old news. But anyway, I'm all brushed up on my Super Bowl halftime knowledge now. I know the weekend is the team that is uh, performing this year. Or not the team, the band or the singer, whatever you want to call them. Oh, uh, gosh, off to a bad start. Uh, anyway, so, uh, we do this every week during the NFL season. I predict the games based on the betting lines. This is the last week of the NFL season. So this is my last, uh, bet of the NFL season, all odds provided by, uh, Yahoo sports. And, uh, so this is my Super Bowl prediction. So here we go. The betting line is chiefs minus three. They're giving the chiefs are giving three. Here's my rationale because I'm going to take the Chiefs minus three, and here's why. Patrick Mahomes in his playoff career is 6-1, 17 touchdowns, two interceptions. He has the best postseason passer rating of all time. He has the best ratio, uh, touchdown-interception ratio through his first seven starts of any quarterback in postseason history. Uh, they're on a five-game winning streak in the playoffs. They are 25-1 and one in their last 26 games Mahomes has started. And over that span, Mahomes has thrown 60 touchdowns to 12 interceptions. And Tom Brady has historically struggled against Steve Spagnuolo defenses. Their last four matchups head-to-head, -head, Brady and Spagnuolo's defenses. Brady is 1-3 with seven touchdowns, four picks, pass rating somewhere in the 80s, and he's taken nine sacks. What's the best way to beat Tom Brady? One of the only ways to beat Tom Brady, you pressure him. Spagnolo likes to send pressure at Tom Brady, so I think he'll be uncomfortable during this game. I am concerned with the Chiefs missing both of their tackles, and the Buccaneers do have themselves a very nice pass rush, so I am going to be a little bit concerned about that. Um, I think it will be a close game. I think the Bucs will get a ton of breaks to keep it close. Uh, Brady's teams always do, uh, but I think Kansas City just has too much firepower to lose this game. I think they can score from anywhere on the field at any time. They can come from behind and win. I've been telling you all season long, I think the Chiefs are going to repeat. They can win any way you ask them to. That's a big deal. There's nothing that intimidates them, nothing that scares them, no game script that intimidates them and the, the better all-around team. I think that the Chiefs will win this game 31 to 27 31 to 27 i think it'll be a shootout and i think both teams will score because this is an offensive game with two quarterbacks set in brilliant offenses 
but I do think Kansas City will have the last laugh. And I think the Tampa Bay Bucks may have to score like a garbage time touchdown to bring it within four uh, at the end. Um, another rationale is the top 10 players. I always, every year for the Super Bowl, I do this. I list out the top 10 players in the game and I determine how many play for one team, how many play for the other team, and then I go by that. So I listed my top 10 players. Number one is Mahomes. I put number two, Tyreek Hill, and this is why. Last time we saw Tyreek Hill against Tampa Bay, he he caught 200 receiving yards in the first quarter. Okay, so Tyreek Hill and Mahomes are the two most important people in this game. Number three is Tom Brady. Number four is Travis Kelsey. Number five is Chris Jones. Number six is Tyron Matthew. Number seven, Mike Evans. Number eight, Tristan Wirfs, uh, right tackle for the Buccaneers. McCole Hardman is number nine. He's about as explosive a kick returner, especially in the postseason, as you can ask for. He's had incredible postseason punt and kick returns. And the number 10, I put Devin White. Uh, that pass rush isn't the way it always is without Devin White. Uh, he's the difference maker on that defensive line and that linebacking core. So those are my top 10 players, six Chiefs, four Buccaneers and that edges it out for me. I think the Bucks, I think the Chiefs, excuse me, have six of the top 10 best players in this game and I think they have four of the top I think they have five of the top six players in this game with the exception being Tom Brady. Um I've learned to never ever ever bet against Tom Brady and his luck during my career uh as a professional podcast person. Just kidding, I'm not a professional, but in my life of watching sports. I've never bet, bet against Tom Brady. I'm not that stupid. Um, but Patrick Mahomes is built different. This is a Chiefs team that just feels like it could end up being a dynasty if they win. Um, and so that's why I like this team uh, to win the Super Bowl. But don't quote me on that. I would not be surprised if Tampa Bay pulls it out. Uh, but I would be more surprised if they won than the Chiefs. I think I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I'm comfortable with the Chiefs. I think they'll control the game for the most part. And if they're trailing at any point and Mahomes isn't playing well, I fully expect the fourth quarter uh, for them to put on uh, the best performance of the night. So that is my prediction for that. That is my final prediction of the 2020 NFL season. And uh, I wish I could, I wish I kept track of my record uh, my win percentage throughout the year, but it was pretty good. I think I was at least 600 in winning percentage, which is, you know, I got six out of every 10 picks, right? So you you can trust me. I wish I kept track. Maybe someone, this is a this will be a project. If anybody's listening out there, go and listen to all of my picks. I put them out every Friday, or I I did put them out every Friday. Go over my picks and see how many I got right and how many I got wrong. Uh, that can be a project uh, for one of my faithful listeners out there. Okay. Uh, let's have a little bit of fun. I asked on Instagram, um, what you people thought, uh, would be what happened in this game in this super bowl. So I want to, uh, read some of these out for you and see, uh, you know, and we'll also evaluate those on Monday to see who got it right and who got it wrong. Um, my buddy, Seth Edwards, said that it will be a close game in the first and then the Chiefs take over in the second half. And then uh, my buddy Joe LeMaster says it'll be 35 to 10 Chiefs running away with it. Um, so let me compare those two. I think, Seth, you're going to be a little bit more right here. I think it will be a little bit 
close in the, it might be like a 10 to, like a I don't know like a 14 to 10 16 to 10 ball game heading into the second half with that whoever leading and I think that the second half will be like mostly Chiefs um I would say it'll be close early and then Chiefs pull it away in the second half um I don't think Chiefs run away with it I think that's a bold statement but we'll just leave that out there okay uh 35 to 10, Joe LaMaster says the Chiefs will run away with it. So uh, keep that in mind. Um, Parker Edwards said that the Gatorade poured on the winning coach will 100% be orange. This is a hot take. You know, there is like, there there are different color Gatorades these days. Uh, I know it's orange for some, but, uh, you know, I think some people drink blue Gatorade. I don't drink Gatorade, so I probably sound ridiculous right now, but um there there's well there is there's there's blue Gatorade there's um red Gatorade there's green I think uh there's yellow and there's purple uh so you never know historically it's been orange but who knows if uh it'll be orange or not but I'll hold you to it Parker he says 100% the Gatorade poured on the winning coach will be orange so we'll just keep that in mind. If it's something else, then you owe me 20 bucks. A um, couple more. Uh, Joe Nowitzki of uh, Two Guys on a Penguin fame said that the Steelers will beat the San Antonio Spurs 69-1. to uh, That's not that bold. I think a lot of people have already predicted that, so come at me with an actual bold prediction, and then maybe I'll give it a little bit of consideration. Uh, next one, Evan Alpern says that the Washington football team will beat the Dallas Cowboys 99-6. to um, Also, not that much of a hot take, because I have seen it uh, on a couple of them, um, a couple of websites. I think um, guys like Adam Schefter have already predicted 99-6 to Washington over Dallas in the Super Bowl. Um, it, you know, it's the first Super Bowl featuring two NFC teams, so uh, that's a big one. And, uh, yeah, so that's not really a bold prediction. I, I'd give you the same advice. Come at me with something that's actually like a hot take that other people aren't talking about. Maybe maybe I'll consider it. And then finally, my dear friend Katie Schlesinger uh, said, Go Dukes on my Instagram questionnaire. Go Dukes, uh, which is a bold statement because, um, you know, people will say Go Dukes like JMU is, uh, you know, some hot stuff in the state of Virginia when uh, the Liberty University Flames uh, literally were ranked inside the top 25 um, multiple weeks this season. I don't remember JMU ever being ranked like that. I don't remember JMU winning any March Madness games the last few years, and I don't uh, remember anybody else for that matter. Like um, I don't remember Virginia Tech being great at football. I think Liberty actually beat them. I don't think uh, I actually watched it with my own two eyes. Uh, UVA, okay, yeah, you're better at us than basketball, but football – yeah, were you ranked this year? Probably not. Uh, Radford, don't even get me started. CNU doesn't even have sports. George Mason doesn't even have sports. Uh, Lynchburg University or University of Lynchburg, whatever it is, Lynchburg College, don't even get me started. You're not a real college. Um, and uh, if I didn't mention your school, it's probably not worth mentioning in Virginia anyway. So uh, Liberty is also, Liberty also had a receiver get taken in the fourth round of last year's draft, Antonio Gandy-Golden. Um, and uh, Hugh Freeze uh, just so happens to be a two-time Cure Bowl winning coach. Uh, not sure how many other coaches in college football are able to say that. 
So anyway, uh, that's just a few. Uh, if I did not read yours, I'm sorry. I will address them on Monday if you got it anywhere close to right. Um, but in the meantime, everybody enjoy Super Sunday and Super Bowl weekend. Uh, I will be rooting for the Chiefs, but I will be hoping for a good game. Will not be heartbroken if the Buccaneers win. Um, but I would rather Mahomes win it than Tom Brady. Uh, but until Monday, when we come back on to recap the Super Bowl, uh, thank you for tuning in to the Jadava Show. I'm your host, Jacob Valliere. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday.